the Group Chat Golf Podcast. I am Chuppa Watson. He is officially sunny, and we are live from the Legends Resort in Myrtle Beach. Legends Resort. Beautiful place. What a spot. It's been a long time since we've been down to Myrtle. Uh, well, me anyway. I know you're a frequent flyer, but uh, it's a golf mecca. It is. It's full of golf courses. I think there's 100 golf courses within 40 miles or something like that. Just wow. full. Every wow. turn. Uh, and the Legends is a beautiful spot. We've been lucky yeah. enough to stay. Uh, we have a nice little two-bedroom. You can fit mm-hmm. four in here yep. comfortably. They got f- uh, a bunch of courses. Yeah, they uh, have three on site here yep. and then two additional spanning all the way up to North Carolina. So we're in South Carolina. Their courses span all the way up to North Carolina. Can't beat it. Um, and I like to call it uh, the Disney World of Myrtle Beach because when you pull in that clubhouse, it's pretty grand. It's a castle. It's old mm-hmm. Irish style. Yep. Um, absolutely massive. The range, absolutely massive. Lit up at night. They've got a, a coaching school over there, the same kind of style building as the clubhouse. Regripped a club for you on the spot today. Mm-hmm. Yep. 30 seconds yep. the turnaround time was. If he took his time, he said. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. Classic golf. Classic. He knew what he was Shop doing. joke. Um, um, one of the best practice facilities in the area when I was at Coastal, which is right down the road, um, we used to come practice here. The range is, is huge that you can hit from a couple different spots. Huge chipping area. Huge, yep. The putting green is honestly probably the biggest one I've ever set a foot on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Today, it's actually, there's so much going on there. Today, I was hitting ch- uh, putts on the chipping you green. I was thinking it was, and I was saying to myself, like, man, this is not in very good shape for putting. I saw you take out the putter, and I was like, does he see someone else putting on that green? No, or is he- nobody else is putting on it. <laughs> but nonetheless, I was just excited. I have a new putter, so I'm, I'm excited to break it out. But yeah, yeah. the you know they they have back to legends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, take it. Can you take it seriously, please? <laughs> they have you know, the the corrals are just like kind of how you get shuttled into Disney World, where all three courses go out of the same area. So you go throw your bag in there, and then I mean it's mayhem. There are so many people just getting shuttled off to all different directions to go play there in great moods yeah um, courses yeah, yeah, yeah. are it's still early in the season for for down here the, mm-hmm. the rough's not grown in all the way yet um, but the courses are in great shape greens were fast um and it, we played uh heathland today yep that's the uh Lynx style course yep we got moreland tomorrow morning and to die for yep and uh it, it it's open, which which you love on a golf trip. You, it's the one we played today. Tomorrow, supposedly, yeah. Moreland is a little tighter. Greens are a little tougher. But uh, the Heathland, aside from a couple of holes, you can really hit it. You can really spray it around and still keep your ball in play, which is the best thing about a golf trip. Yep. I mean, you don't want to go, unless you're playing, a, you know, one of those courses that everyone wants to play once in their life. You want to play a course where you can keep the ball in play. Yes, uh, it's it's massive to not lose a million balls out there when you're on a trip and for your spirits, right? Because if you're having a tough day, you know, then you got to drink it off. Yeah. Now I did have a tough day and I did lose about a million balls, but not that was not the course's fault. It just I didn't have it today. But we got in a stuff. great practice session at the range today. Uh, Chubb is close. Chubb yeah. is very close. It's, right we've now. talked about it. The swing is in a good spot. It's the brain. We got to figure out the brain because yeah. it's even. I mean. Like you said, a great range. Set. I mean, there were times we were just... You were hitting the flags. Hitting the <laughs> flags. Like, on target. From 180 the number, yards. Yeah. Uh, and then you got out on the course. I think uh, my the first tee shot went 20 feet in front of me. 
Yeah, and then you hooked one into the woods. And <laughs> tough start. Well, that one, no, that one actually flew true. It just it did. Uh, I was aiming directly yeah. at the woods, apparently. Unbeknownst That'll do it. to me. That'll do it. Um, but yeah, they have, so they have Heathland, which is kind of the the link style moreland which is the the target course if you will you gotta you gotta stick greens apparently a lot of them are turtle shelled and like three t- i heard somebody said a lot of three tiered greens i was like two's too many yeah three is yeah. gonna be tough so we're gonna get eaten up alive out there someone said get in a good night's sleep tonight cause <laughs> yeah. you're gonna need it so we'll see like hearing that then they have parkland the tree-lined challenge uh, the Heritage Club, which is off-site from where we are, which is kind of their Southern Charm-style mm-hmm. course, if you will. And then Oyster Bay, uh, which they dub Gator Country. Mm. So, yeah, check them out. Legends, they're great. It's really the only true stay-and-play in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. They, when you do the stay-and-play here, it's a nice little community. Just a short, short drive uh, to the clubhouse you get. Uh, what comfortably you get free lunch you get yeah. there's a breakfast buffet uh, a couple free drink tickets it's mm-hmm. i mean unlimited uh, use of the range and practice facility it's really quite a deal yeah and and i don't know if um people our age don't know that golf trips are affordable i don't know if they think that they're overpriced or maybe think they're too expensive to do the stay in plays or maybe you know they don't have the time i don't know but whatever it is the demographic on golf trips is very old yeah and i think that that needs to change yeah it uh i think we got to get some more young people going on golf trips because we did on this trip alone we've done talamore mm-hmm. um we have done west palm beach yep and now here we are in myrtle and i don't know that we have seen anyone our age i think we saw maybe one or two groups yeah out there that especially at dinners the dinners that we've been to um around the golf courses has we've been i mean tonight we were the youngest by 30 years in the restaurant yep. and there were probably a good 50 people in yeah there. The place was just packed. me and chubba sitting there right drinking and eating and everyone else was just retired gentlemen on golf trips which <laughs> you understand I mean, it is a little easier to yeah to do a golf trip when you're retired but they're not not affordable so look right. into them because there's a ton of stay and play. You know, there's a ton of places that you get a lot included in your package for a little amount. And when you do that, it's it couldn't be more worth it. Yeah, you know I you're getting – and then, you you know, you, you stay somewhere. Like you stay at the Legends. You play their courses. But you can also play 35 other courses in the area. So you make a couple tee times outside that. You end up really keeping it affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe – but maybe what they need, maybe they're just on edge. Maybe they don't know why they should come. Uh, maybe we could help them out by giving them a few do's and don'ts yes. of a golf trip. The do's and don'ts of a golf trip. Yeah, I, what do you th- I mean, what do you think about that? What do you What do you have for? Give me a do. Oh, Hit me man. with a do. What's a your do. number one do? My number one. Or do? should we start at five and then work our way to one? Well, we have so many on the list because there's so many <laughs> do's or don'ts. Should we s- swap okay, so around? We, don't have to rank. we start from yeah, the top. Just hit, hit me with one of them. Hit me with a do. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Okay. Um, Scope out restaurants beforehand, okay? Because eating becomes very hard when you're on a golf trip. When guys Great are call. drinking during the day, which you do every day mm-hmm. that you're here, you play your two. Usually, a lot of times you're playing two rounds in a day. By the time the second round gets done, you're you're three quarters of the way in the bag or mm-hmm. fully in, not even half. And then it's you know 7:30 p.m. and now you're you're scrambling trying to get reservations for eight guys or even two, 
and a lot of places are closed in some areas uh, more than others obviously like Myrtle Beach you can get out there pretty late but um, it's just something that you don't think about until seven thirty, eight o'clock at night and then you have a bunch of guys to get together and try to get somewhere so I think it's really important to just, even if you have a list of five mm-hmm. or something that you get beforehand, check out the areas, you know, just Google best restaurants around this resort and you'll be able to get and a good And know list. what time they close. Yes. And I'll throw one on top of that too. Also know how you're going to get there because sometimes, you know, everyone's so reliant on Uber and Lyft and all that. There are some of these locations where that those services are non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are maybe a local, there's a local company that handles it. So know how you're getting there, know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, can I hit you with one please, of mine? Please. Do you want to do or don't? Let's, let's, let's do the do's and then the okay, don'ts. Cool. That way we don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, here's a fun do. This one's a fun do because I think there's a, there's, a certain, there's a certain buzz about the first night. I think the first night vibe is a lot different than every other night on the golf trip and a lot a lot can happen that night you know you uh, you arrive you are, you get the lay of the land the lodging you're taking all that in sometimes it's at night you don't really know the surrounding area it feels like you're in a foreign land um here's a little something chubba watson likes to do okay you wheel in that you wheel the suitcase in that door mm-hmm. go ahead and unpack that sucker okay Put, take your socks out, put them in the drawers, your shirts, hang up your polos, all of that stuff. Living out of a suitcase on a golf trip is maybe the worst thing in the world. I mean, it, it's wrinkle city exactly. to do that. I mean, I dare I say extend that to any vacation you're on, but it's very specific for the golf trip because there's nothing worse than when you've got a 7.09 tee time. You got eight, seven other dudes all, you know, waking up hungover and you got to scramble to get it however you're getting there. And you find out at that moment, oh, all of my clothes are wrinkled. I have no idea what I'm going to wear today. But if you take them out the night before when you get there and you hang everything up, you get a look at everything. A, some of those wrinkles might naturally come out. B, you could say, okay, maybe I need to run an iron here. Maybe I need to throw a damp towel in the dryer with some of my gear and, and get those wrinkles out because there's nothing. And, and not only the wrinkle problem either, just having to dig through that, that suitcase. Makes such a big difference. Uh, and I'm going to add a C I, to this too. I can't even, well, real quick, sometimes you'll lose. You yeah. might pack the firest fire fit that you mm-hmm. have for the weekend. Completely forget it's in there because it's buried by everything yeah, else. That's and true. it's just a mess digging through that thing. And I think one last part about unpacking right when you get there is you will realize if you forgot something, which is very important. Yeah. Because if you just are reaching into your, you know, reaching into your bag before every round, you might realize that you forgot one of the most important things, which if you listened to last week, mm-hmm. the rain gear. Yeah. You got to pack it, whether it's yep. in your golf bag or your bag. Put it in your in your bag that you pack. Take it out and put it right into your golf bag and leave it there for the week because you're taking carts. Just an extra couple pounds aren't going to kill you, mm-hmm. and you're going to be glad you did. Yeah, 100%. Can um, I do another fun one too? Please. Okay. Please. Now, sometimes things get out of a hand on the first night when guys sometimes. get there. They, they tend to go a little hard. You always have a first morning tea time. Now, I'm not saying this should be first morning, but if you're going to go hard the first night, do a, a, a set up a group practice session. Find a cool range in the area. Go out there with all your guys. If it's The reason I say first morning is it can be missed if guys are hungover. 
But it would be even more fun to do like a 6.30, 7 p.m. sunset, find a late range, go out there with the guys, hit the putting green for a little while, maybe do a little putting contest. There are so many fun games outside of the actual 18 holes you can be doing. And maybe you can make a couple of guys a little bit better. Maybe you can get in their head and make them a little worse for the matches, you know? Brilliant. You can do a little bit of everything. Brilliant. So it's, a, it's just a fun experience for everyone to be hitting balls together and just uh, – Maybe someone finds something yep. at that, you know, yep. and I think that's that's shakes important. off some rust, sets the sets the vibe for the rest of the weekend. Like, hey, we're here to golf, and I think too, it takes up a little bit of that drinking time for the first night, which can set you back. Yep, dramatically. Yeah, but we'll get there with our don'ts. Yeah. Um, another one, a do, bring an extra pair of shoes. I know it's like everyone says when you go to Ireland, bring two pairs of shoes. I don't care where you go on a golf trip. Bring an extra pair of shoes. Bring two extra pairs of shoes if you have to because you never know when you might get them wet. But also, they tend sometimes they might get a little stinky, you know, and you might want a little change. It's nice to have a little variety if it's, you know, if, you need a, if you're playing a morning round where it's really wet and dewy on the ground, it's nice to have a waterproof pair. If you're playing in the afternoon and it's super hot, it's nice to have that lightweight kind of breathable pair. So to extra pair of shoes, two extra pairs of shoes, whatever you can fit in the luggage, definitely don't just bring one pair of shoes. And because it accessorizes the fits. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, another do, mm-hmm. if hit I me. could. Set up matches. Yeah, nice. Whether it's that first night when you're getting drunk, whether it's on a Zoom call the week before, get the matches set up. Know who you're riding with when you get to the courses. Have something on it because when it comes down to the 18th hole at every course, you're going to want something on the line because you guys, you know, that first group that finishes gets to sit around and watch that next group come in. They know that people are putting for something. It's just so much more fun. Any round. This goes for really any rounds, but especially on a golf trip. Um, we go out and play too many rounds where we just play mm-hmm. for, and, and, and as every time we play a match, we just have more fun. Right. And I, I think, and I know a lot of people know that, but I think a lot of people that are new to the game might not think to do that, or mm-hmm. they just try to go out there and shoot their score way more fun. If there's a match, Yeah. you don't care about your score. It's and like, I, yeah, right. And I think too, on the golf trip, it's this, you kind of have this special opportunity that's not always afforded to you on just the regular Saturday round. Take that matchmaking and 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 go the extra mile with it. I it, for me, there's almost you can't have too much organization there. You want to play a Ryder Cup style where you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all of those matches count for one grand total. You want to keep running skins, whatever it is. I think. It, the more organize, organized matches, the better yeah. on the golf. Trip. Bring a poster board, hang it mm-hmm. up in the house, hang yes. it up in someone's house, go look at trophy. it every night, get a trophy, yeah. just add things. It adds so much to the experience. Mm-hmm. And it's something to talk about every night, too. You, get, got, you can you know, talk shit the whole time. Um, it, it also, you get to switch up carts, you know, ride with different people, play with people you might not normally play with. Yep. It's just you got to do it. It's mm-hmm. it is it's such a must and it's one of those things that honestly we don't do enough. Right. Um and maybe it's just us, I don't know, but this has been, you know, just me and Chubb on most of this trip. We added in a couple guys. Um by the way, shout out to the guys we met today, Dalton and Kevin. We mm-hmm. played with a cool twosome at the Legends who were playing a great match. Let's add this. They were playing a match themselves. 
$25 on the front nine, $75 for the back nine. Very cool. Loved that yeah. because you I get that $25 warm-up, and then you go. I've heard of like a Nassau being worth other amounts. Okay. But just having that straight up like 25 kind of warming up on the front and then going hard for the 75 on the back, a great, great way to play. Yeah. And it was perfect, too, because they were both 19 and a half handicaps. So the even match uh, that came right down to the wire. Yep. Uh, on the last green. Um, here's one that's, it might, it's not, I wouldn't say it's the highest on the list, mm-hmm. but I think it can, it's a value pick here, and that is to stock the fridge. Yes. Um, whether it's snacks, whether it's doing a meal or two at home, um, just having home beers there, it, it can get a little pricey on the golf trip if you're doing every single meal out and if you have to if you're getting all your drinks at bars, it's nice to have a night where you do you know maybe the, the resort you're, you're staying at has the community grill and you can go out and do burgers and dogs or steaks or chicken or whatever. Have some home beers to where you can you know start your pregames or uh, in between rounds if you're doing 36, you, you get back to the condo, you have an in between. Um, but just having some stuff on hand, uh, it, especially kind of what we said earlier, if you get stranded, you don't have a restaurant to go to, you at least have a frozen pizza or something in the fridge where, you know, you can, you can get some sustenance. Yeah, and we know well the group, uh, the group uh, grocery store trip, very fun. Going to the grocery store trip four to eight deep, very fun experience. You usually come out with so much stuff you don't need, but... Everyone is in for 30 bucks and you come home with a ton of food and you're only away for however many days. So you usually always have something to eat or drink because even little things like water. Mm-hmm. I know there's yes. sinks, but it's right. great to have bottled water. Yeah. It helps so much, especially during like the hangovers. Yeah. You know? And right. buy some ice too while yeah. you're at it. Get that's a big the, bottle, some ice, but you need water. That's really, those are the moments where having the stocked kitchen comes in massively because yeah most of the uh, 90 percent of the other times you're eating or drinking you're gonna be able to do it out it's when you wake up at 6 30 with that seven o'clock tea time absolutely parched the mouth is the sahara desert mm-hmm. and you need a bottle of water you're on death's doorstep and you need something and you go look oh we've got nothing here mm-hmm. and and to add to that a complete savior of us for us every time we get together and I've been I carry this. I keep that motherfucking thing on me at all times. <laughs> Excedrin. Yeah. Excedrin you do. works. You're good with that. A headache like nothing else. There's no Advil, ibuprofen, Excedrin. I think they have caffeine in it. Whatever it is. Yeah. Take that. Give it 45 minutes. I guarantee you, the headache will be subside substantially. Yeah. Almost and, gone. And can I just say too, because I'm sure there's somebody else out there who was like me, where they thought what you just said was have aspirin mm-hmm. in the house. No, Excedrin. There's a difference yes. between what ibuprofen is and aspirin and Tylenol and Advil and Excedrin. I don't know what the difference is. I didn't know the difference until you were like, I've got Excedrin. And I was like, yeah, I had some ibuprofen earlier. It didn't mm-hmm. do anything. You said, no, not ibuprofen. I said Excedrin. <laughs> you take one of these, it's going to, the headache's gone. And it's true. Dude. It is true. The other day, two days ago, I was... I woke up with a headache that could have killed a moose, and yeah, I took some dead. Excedrin, and an hour later, yeah. I, was, I was back. We should get sponsored by them, and it can be the off-brand, too. Sure. I mean, you, you can pay half price, but it's got a green, it's a white bottle with a green top. Yeah. And I don't, I think it's, it might just be ibuprofen with 
caffeine but whatever sure. it is yeah i mean it is night and day better than anything else give it 45 minutes to an hour i guarantee you you'll still be if you're still drunk from the night before and hitting that hangover you'll still have that little drunk yep but the excedrin maybe have a few crackers with it because it does it is a little heavy on the stomach but not not too bad i mean you took six one time mm-hmm. or something yep. so i mean you can you can you'll live yeah um but two excedrin 45 minutes to an hour boom you're ready to go it's like and th- i'm talking from that pounding can't move your head headache right. of a hangover to almost nothing yeah it's it really is a miracle uh, miracle pill um can i th- just throw one out there yes and this one i feel like it's a little controversial people are gonna say chubbo you're a pussy chub why would you say that that's mm-hmm. for fucking losers mm-hmm. here's the, here's what i'm gonna say to you okay and this is a veteran move yep. this is not something that People are going to, on their first golf trip. They're ever going to say, hey, guys, Chubba Watson said do this. You'll get laughed at. But I'm telling you, you, de- you designate a DD. And I'm not talking about a, a, a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about a drinking day. Yes. Where you have, if you're on, let's say you're on a weekend trip, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Pick one of those days to have an all-out, balls-to-the-wall, wake-up, put Make Irish coffee, whatever. Put the Baileys in the coffee. Do whatever you're going to do. Beers all day. Then, and you pick that. Maybe it's the first night. Maybe it's the Saturday. Pick one and have your fun that day. And then the other day, you know, have a regular golf day. Have a couple, sure, you know. But have one day where you're going all out. Because when you do four days in a row of just like balls to the wall drinking, it is exhausting. It is. And it makes the golf rounds hard to get through exactly and you want to enjoy those courses when you're there it's as much as drinking is a part of golf it's a golf trip first and foremost and you need to have a little bit of wherewithal about you to say we got to be able to make it through the round yeah right you can't have that debilitating headache you can't have people sleeping through the first 18 you got to make sure what you're doing is golf first everything else second yeah maybe even designate a hydration guy too yeah along the with the water maybe just have a guy that's always saying hey uh drink some water hey you need a water Mm -hmm. because it, it, it extends it extends the I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it makes you feel better all the time because you might go a full day where you're just drinking beer or or liquor or whatever, and you don't even think water, but after two days of that, it's gonna it's gonna catch up with you. Yeah, work in a water. Work in you a know, water. Every couple, just work in a water. Especially if you're out and uh, playing golf where it's hot, mm-hmm. you know you're gonna get dehydrated. Yeah. You're not gonna know until you wake up with that headache. That yeah, keep a keep an empty bottle in your bag or a water yeah. bottle or something. It, it helps so much. Um, I got one more do. Hit me. And I've also been bad at this, but I was thinking about it today when we went in the pro shop. Um, collect something. Mm-hmm. When you go on golf trips, whether it's a course flag or a hat or a ball that's logoed and you buy a nice little display at your house or you frame the flags or you have a nice little hat rack, collect something. You'll remember it forever. Uh, every time you look at it, you'll think of one thing from the trip. You yep. know, And it's like, you know... We go, we play these all so many courses, and I don't take anything but the scorecard. Right. You know, take an empty scorecard, even maybe, you know, whatever it is, just grab something. Spend a little money in the pro shop, support your the courses that you're playing, and start a collection. Mm-hmm. Because and this is it for the rest of your life. You're not collecting trophies anymore like a kid. Right. You're not. These you know, are your trophies. These are your trophies yeah. now, yeah. And be 
uh, specific about it. Be a you buy. You're the guy that buys a hat at every course he goes to. Be the guy that he's the ball mark guy. Whatever it is, you know you can. If you if you're going random assortments, I promise you, you're going to regret it. Yeah. Because it's not. Yeah. At some point, you're going to look over and your buddy who is the hat guy. He's got all the hats, and you've got a hat and a shirt and a ball, and you don't really know what to do with any of them. You lose them along the way. But if you have, if you stay true to a collection. And bang, 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 you keep track of those things. You look back over the years and say, I've got a sick collection of yeah. my trips. Yeah, I would love to do the flags, but I feel like not every place has them always <laughs> for sale. So it's one of those, like, I saw the flags in the pro shop today, and I was like, damn, I really want one of those. Um, but they also had nice prints at the Legends Pro Shop, like nice big prints like this here. Yep. Um, probably, I don't know, 18 by 24s of holes in the pro shop, the big clubhouse. Um even some nice photography. And on that, for the dues, don't forget to take some pictures and videos. Yep. Pop out your phone once in a while. I know you're not thinking about it during the rounds, but don't always just get pictures of the golf course. Turn it around on your friends. Mm-hmm. When the car- people are laughing in the carts and you're all getting your bags, your uh, bags on carts and you're hanging in the pro shop and you're at the clubhouse after... Pop a few pictures. Don't be afraid to ask somebody to take a picture of you and your friends because yep. we're also bad at that. Another and one of those dare things. I say it, and it's again, this is going to, I feel like, fall on deaf ears. Is that what that phrase yeah, is? Yeah, it is. Good. Um, maybe think about doing something else besides the four guys in a row. Mm-hmm. Cool tee box. Oh, guys, let's grab a club and stand in a line together. Like, I get it. You're in the foursome and you're on the golf course. Get an action shot or two, mm-hmm. you know? Sit on the sit on the porch in your rocking chairs smoking cigars, you know? Mm-hmm. Get a picture. Maybe it's a little more candid. That one picture of the four guys just standing in a line with each other, I don't know what it is about it. It's just like every golf trip, they have to do that. Yeah. They have to. But they the can't not. And that's and it's not only that they have to do that. That's the only one they can take. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe that has to do with the demographic being 60 of yeah, golf trips. I think our age but I've, might Dude, I'm not going to lie. I've got some young friends yeah. on Instagram. Um, and if you're listening to this and I... I'm, I know they are, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like they know who they are. Uh, it's embarrassing. I cringe when I see it. Uh, do something better than yeah. that um, because that picture is – it's just been done. Mm-hmm. You know? It's been done we get it. Oh, you guys times. golfing? You stood yeah. in the line together for the I would say you? even better than that, even if you're going to try to do something like that, do it on one of the holes in front of the flag. So have somebody hold the flag out and everyone stand there and smile. Like even that is better than the tee box four guys. Yeah. The the classic because at least maybe it's got stand something. around in a circle or not in a straight line. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do something. Maybe yeah. Have two guys kneel Fix down. Fix it. Have yes, two guys there kneel you go. or one Dude, lay across the ground. One drop to one knee. Yeah. Hold one of the guys up. Yeah. Find something. something cool to take it in front of. Don't just take it on a random tee box with nothing behind you. Correct. Uh, there's yeah. plenty of cool places. At or the in course. front of the clubhouse. Yeah. I mean, maybe all everybody just the maybe, stereotypical places they yeah. do that. It's I saw somebody crazy. taking one in front of the clubhouse today. Yeah. I think I'm going to do one in front of the clubhouse, but I'm going to do my signature stand the there. Stand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With no expression on my face. Um, and this one, I think maybe is our last do and pretty obvious, but also sometimes not so obvious. Just use sunscreen. Keep you know? it in the bag. Uh, you made that move. I did. On this I bought trip. it. I bought it after the. F- I bought it after the front nine of our first round in the yep. pro shop, and then I went to the store after and bought a bigger one. Because and guess what Chubba said when you when you <laughs> bought that? Nah, I'm good. 
And guess what Chubba wasn't? He wasn't. He wasn't. No. no. No, What he was was burnt to shreds on his legs, arms, and neck. Especially if you're getting, like, you're doing a getaway from the winter of the Northeast Mm -hmm. or anywhere, a cold weather spot, and you want to get that sun, it would behoove you to not just put the sunscreen on before that first round. Even first and second, just a little bit. You're still going to get tan. It's going to wear off, but it's so much better than dealing with a sunburn for the next three days. Yeah. Yeah. But, dude, especially because I was wearing a bucket hat a lot, thinking, Mm -hmm. like, ah, next, fine, I'm protecting it. I wasn't, and it wasn't fine. And when uh, when you have to wear collared shirts... Uh, having a neck sunburn and then uh, and then you play a twisting sport all day long where your the neck is just the collar is just ripping the neck to shreds yeah. and yep. it's not it doesn't make it fun. Yeah. So. And in the back of the knee, there's so many spots. Mm-hmm. Back of the knees, even the just front of the knees. On. Like just, you're not a bitch. It can by, be a 15, even if it's 15. I mean, I recommend 30. Mm-hmm. I think 30 is a sure. sweet spot. It yeah. really, but you know, the best part is as it wears off, it'll. You know, you'll get a tan. You might burn a tad. But, you know, reapply if you have to. Tops of your ears, your nose. And plus, like, the older we get now and you start thinking and you see people get things removed, like, skin cancer is a thing. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it'd be best for your body to just... Not have that. Not have right. skin cancer. You I don't want to be sunburnt, A. Yeah. And then, B, you don't want skin cancer. It's yes. pretty easy to... Yep. And, like, there is nothing emasculating. You're still going to be... I promise you, at the end of the day, you're still going to be a big, strong man. Yes. Just because you wore the sunscreen. Just, um, all right. Do you have any more do's? Should we jump into the don'ts? Yeah, I think we should hit the don'ts. I think let's if we, any do's don'ts. come back, we can always go back and hit them. But let's yeah. jump into it. We're really b- busting through these quick, but... Uh, are we? Uh, not Did too Did you think quick. that was too fast? No, it wasn't too fast. It's actually, it was a perfect amount because okay. I think I, I think it's better that we do roll through them just looking yeah. at the clock and we can fill some time at the end here. Yeah. Do but you want to start with don'ts? Uh, Why don't you start with don'ts? Yeah, I didn't, I, I feel bad because I didn't add to this list, but yours were so good. Um, I would say don't feel bad for not ask, ask okay. adding to the list. Um, don't. Let's see. Maybe you should I, start with the first one. Yeah, let's start with the, Yeah, let's way. get this one out of the way. Don't don't forget rain gear. Yeah. And we we talked about this. I don't care if it's a twenty dollar poncho from Walmart, the Froggers, if you will, if you <laughs> listened last week. Yeah, um, I don't well, can I stop you right there? Yeah. Frog togs for sure. I don't I think we saw I don't I don't know that poncho is the move. Poncho is poncho not the move. is this it's like a false layer of security where you think this is gonna work. It's not. You need something over your arms. Ponchos are great if you're standing still yeah. in the rain because it, it covers you. If your arms are out there moving and flailing, and especially with how big and baggy they are, when you're swinging a golf club, it's not conducive yeah. at all. And, and, so, rain, and another thing I'll say about rain gear, it is expensive mm-hmm. if you buy, like, Titleist. Yeah. We actually went to Dick's Sporting Goods before one of the, ground, one of the rounds. I, we played in the pouring, pouring rain, and I stayed dry. With a Columbia jacket that was sixty dollars and a Columbia pair of rain pants that were like seventy or eighty, mm-hmm. you buy one pair of like Titleist rain pants, you're gonna spend two hundred fifty bucks. Correct. So don't be afraid to find some like waterproof gear in the in the camping section mm-hmm. or like in the hunting section. You're gonna pay less than a Titleist branded pair of yes. pants. No one's gonna see the Titleist sign on your pants. Nobody in the history of golf has no. ever been like, oh, what are those rain pants? Foot joy? Yeah. And Sick. I guarantee if you find those FootJoy Gore-Tex rain pants, they're going to be, the Gore-Tex, probably $400. Yeah. If you just find a waterproof pair of pants, you're not going to spend over 200 Yeah. It's maybe the biggest life pro tip in all of life. Yeah. Um, go you off can brand. Find Until they sponsor us, go off brand yeah. with FootJoy. And, and even, even that's one of those things, too. Like, I, 
I have a pair of, I think they're like Columbia rain pants. Yeah. I got those um, at like a secondhand store for $5. They are as waterproof as any pant I've ever worn in my entire life. And I just recently picked up a FootJoy uh, pullover rain slicker. Uh, that was eight bucks. Yeah, and it and again is as waterproof as any rain jacket I've yeah. ever had in my life. So, and if you do thrift something like that, buy the Scotch Guard. There's a spray out mm-hmm. there that you can spray on waterproof things to make sure they keep their waterproofness. Right, well, but give that, them a good spray. That's what I was going to say. Was like, uh, you know, sometimes as anyone who's ever been to a thrift store knows, like sometimes it doesn't work out. But taking a loss on a five dollar pair of rain pants. Oh, they didn't work out. Okay, great. I'll try again. Sometimes they do work out. Mm-hmm. I've had that pair of rain pants for six years, maybe, and they are perfect. Yep. They, there's nothing wrong with them at all. You just, but, just and even be new, those were probably $45. Yeah. So, yeah, you do, you do not need to get the premium golf brand rain pants. If you do, you do go that route. You're a, a, a splurger on golf gear. They're going to work out great, too. Mm-hmm. But don't forget rain gear. And also, or even if it's not forgetting, you just bring it. Buy it if you... And go the other way. If you're going to a colder climate area, bring a, a warm set. I would say close. bring layers anyway, because a lot of times yeah. you look at the forecast, you'll have two tea times a day. The high is 80. Right. The high is 75. Guess what? When you have that 8 o'clock in the morning tea time, it's going to be 50. It's mm-hmm. going to be 55 a lot of the times. You're going to need some layers. Yeah. Bring a pair of pants or two. Um, even if you're all... Even if you're... I mean, like I said, even if it says 80 degrees, just bring pants. Bring right. some underlayers, like some... Uh, you know, Under Armour or long sleeves and a couple quarter zips because yeah. whether it's early in the morning or it's seven o'clock at night and it starts getting chilly at the end of a round, there's nothing worse than being uncomfortable during a round of golf. And these are the rounds that matter the most out of the whole year, Correct. the golf trip rounds. You can't have any kind, sort of ailment when it comes to wearing the wrong thing because it can be prevented. Mm-hmm. So you got to yeah, prevent I mean, it. And don't, yeah, you just don't want to do that thing where you say, oh, I'm going to Florida. All I need is a couple of polos and some shorts. We were just down in Florida. It rained the whole time we were there. If we had golf, if we had a bunch of golf rounds planned and we only had polos and shorts, it would have been absolutely miserable. The last thing you want to do on a golf trip is have to cancel a round because you didn't prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you have a, a set of clothing for every occasion. And I'll even go one step further on that, Sonny. Bring a couple comfies for around the house later. Yes, I love throwing on my sweatpants. T-shirt, shirt, yes, sweatpants, whatever it is, something non-golfy, just something to end a travel day. You know, great to have t-shirt, shorts, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's another one. Uh, Don't go overboard alone. Don't be that guy that just goes full send on the trip when everyone else is kind of taking it easy Mm -hmm. because you might, you know, you might say, Oh, this, I'm having such a great time. You guys are pussies. Um, you're going to pay for it later on. And it's going to come in the form of that next morning tea time. Everyone's perky and ready and chipper. And let's say you have a match and let's say there's money involved. Well, you've just shot yourself in the foot. And if you've got a partner, you shot them in the foot and everyone's going to hate you for it. And you're going to hate yourself for it because you're the only one in that situation. If you guys are having an overboard day, like I said, plan your DD, have an overboard day together. You don't want to get caught outside of the, the, the vibe or, or kind of the, the imbibing, yeah. you know, you don't want to get caught outside of the imbibing and be that one guy that's hung over so much better to be hung over with the whole crew mm-hmm. than to be hung over by yourself. Yeah. And, and it all, it, it takes away from the group experience. You might end up going out alone. You might end up, 
uh, splitting up from the group. Everyone else wants to go home. You're just too drunk. You come out, and then something like this could happen. Mm-hmm. You bring a random back to the crib. No. You bring somebody outside can't of your group in. You just can't, can't do it. Do it. You cannot do it unless you find another fun foursome out on the golf course and you guys want to get dinner together or some drinks. Fine. Don't bring a girl back to the like. You can't have one guy bringing somebody back into your group because right. it, it, you you already have the vibe has been established. You mm-hmm. have your golf trip group. Yep. The group is established. Don't bring anyone else there, in. Everyone you can't, you can't have wild cards. Right. Everyone who you're staying with is an equal part owner of the house. They've been or chosen. The condo or right. whatever. They've been chosen. And you cannot, unless it's got to be a unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you met a, a, a cool foursome or whatever, whatever it is, dudes, chicks, either side of the aisle. Uh, you can't just be willy-nilly bringing yeah. folks back. Maybe even have a powwow before if you think you might want to bring someone home. Yep. Have a group discussion. And there's nothing wrong with group discussions on the golf trip. Bring everyone in. You don't want to go making a decision on your own. You have four to eight to 16 other people to worry about. Don't be selfish. Right. All and I think all like there's different forms of that too, right? There is the the guy who starts hitting on the chick at a bar and he wants to bring her back, but guess what? You're sharing a room with your playing partner. So now what? He's got to sleep on the couch while you guys have fornicate while you have fornication, or it's like you go to a spot and you've got an old college buddy that lives there. And nobody, maybe nobody else in the crew knows that friend, but you're really good friends with him. And you say, oh, dude, you can come over to our place, hang out here as long as you want. We got a couch or an extra bed. Uh-uh. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have an extra bed. The golf trip might have an extra bed, mm-hmm. but there's there's got to be an equal amount of voting as to whether you're allowing... Maybe it's a random person you met at a bar who has a substance that you like to do. Yep. Can't bring him back. No. Can't bring him back to the apartment, mm-hmm. not to the condo, not to the house. Meet him at the bar. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you got to do outside of the... In the walls, that's it's it's a sanctuary. Yep. Okay. You cannot you cannot breach that line. Yeah. The trip is with locked. The, randos. The, right. the the attendees are locked in when you book the trip. There's a reason you booked with those people. There's a reason nobody else is on it, and it just has to stay that way unless there you come to a group decision and you want to add some people or bring a couple of girls back or whatever. Right. Just you got four four days with the boys. Yeah. Don't bring anyone else in. And I would even say have that conversation either before you leave or the first night when you arrive. Because the last thing you want to do is have be in that situation where you're leaving the bar at 10 o'clock at, at night. Everyone's been drinking all day, and there's that one person that's like, hey, can I bring this, this girl back? You're putting everyone on the spot. They're now the asshole for saying no. Have that conversation and the rule set in place. Hey, no. The, the, it's either the answer, everyone's cool with it, do whatever you want, Animal House, party mm-hmm. or it's no from the get-go don't like ask in the moment and then or or invite the person over invite your high school buddy over and then just have it never end and never have that he comes over for lunch and then he's there at, until breakfast the next day and you still don't know anything. yeah staying when you guys are going out and playing <laughs> right. you, know, yeah, just, yeah. you just can't that can't happen and that goes i think right into the next one where you cannot be the main character of the trip like we Team said, if, if you're with eight guys, if you're with four guys, you are one fourth, one eighth. You are there is no main character of this movie, so you need to be going with the flow. If you're if everyone's going out to dinner, you're getting dinner then too. And when you get to the bar, you're ordering 
at the time that you're ordering. Mm-hmm. Don't be that guy that when you get in the car in the morning says, oh, I forgot all my stuff in the house. When the call time is to be in the car and you need your bag and your sunglasses and your cell phone and your golf balls, have all that stuff ready and in the car. There is nothing worse than the person on the golf trip who just thinks, I can, whenever I forget, so it doesn't matter. All eight people can wait for me every step of the way. Oh, everyone went to the bathroom before we left the golf trip? Well, guess what? In the car on the way back, I'll ask the Uber driver, hey, can you pull over at a gas station? I need to go pee. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You go pee when the team goes pee. Yes. Get your cigs, get your beers, get all your cigars, mm-hmm. have it ready to go. Um, and um, I'm gonna, I'll hit the last don't before I go back to a do that I just thought of okay. quite by, uh, from what you were saying. Um, and we have don't skip out when it's your turn to pay. Mm-hmm. But I would say just split everything. When you do things, just put all your cards in. Right. It doesn't matter if someone got one more beer or whatever. Just be prepared and just put your cards in and just split everything. Yeah. Or have one person get all the points and then him send out Venmos yes. at the end. Right. Which works, too. If somebody loves getting the credit card points mm-hmm. and they want to pay for everything and then he keeps track every day and sends out a Venmo every night when you get back to the house, there are a lot of easy ways to do it. Um, and just uh, talk about it before. Yeah. Just talk about how you're going to do it. That way you're not thinking. You're not, you know, uh, everyone's wondering what's going to happen or someone buys you a drink and then you're like, now what do I do? Like, it's then whose turn is it? You know, but just... But I think, right. I agree. I agree with what you're saying. But I think, you know it's not always as easy as we can all throw our right. our, our cards right. in on something, you know? So if somebody does step up and buy something for you, you know, it's that it's just common courtesy that you'll reciprocate. Reciprocate, yes. They're not doing it because they demand that you buy the next one. Yeah. But if you can't be that guy that's like, every there's four of you on a golf trip, three people have picked up a round after round after round, and you just never buy one. Yeah. You know, you yeah. gotta be kind of on the same you gotta level. Gotta be self-aware, there. Right. And, and you just yeah. If every time some, you just keep a little mental note. Mm-hmm. Like if you buy me a drink, I know that I'm gonna grab the next one. Right. Or and if somebody else grabs the next one, now you say, okay, well now I really need to grab the next one. Yeah. And it's just and even if you have to be proactive and be like, hey, anybody need, who needs a drink, like right. just, be that be that guy. Yeah. I instead think of being the other guy. The proactiveness, I think, is key. You know, bring everyone a gift. When you, sh- you know, bring, be that guy that shows up with the case of beer or the pack of cigars or whatever it may be. That's know? a good one, actually. Being a good guy, be the cigar guy. Yeah. How many times on this trip were we like, we don't even smoke cigars. We were like, we wish we had a cigar. Right. I be do- the guy that hands everyone a cigar at the first round. We don't smoke cigars, but I do. No. I, di- I am on a nicotine cleanse, so if we did start smoking, I might, you know. Yeah, you'd be right back in. I joke about it all the time, but if you were ever to be like... Yeah, I would yeah. probably do it. But I just thought about, as you said that, I'm so thankful for the people in my life who have handed out cigars, even if I didn't want to smoke them. Mm-hmm. Just being the guy that hands out something. Yeah, or like have, so the, sick. have the fireball nips yes. in the bag. You yes. know, something where it's just like, guys, yes. bang, little little present here. Put a, throw a edible, bottle of whiskey in your bag. edible for late night or yes. something. There's so, yes, being the guy that brings the shots out on a tee when no one knows you have them, yeah. you are a king. Mm-hmm. Buy the 12 pack or whatever hole. of... of <laughs> <laughs> Quickly forgotten, but yeah. you are for that yes. moment. At that time when everyone needs it, yes, definitely. Um, but What was your due that I, you added? Uh, well, you said something about like when, it, when call time comes. Mm-hmm. Set times to leave the house. Yes. Because when people have 
a time that they have to leave, they wake up and they all, they know. There's a time, there's a schedule, you guys are leaving at a time, but if there's never been talked, if it's not, haven't been talked about, I suggest getting to the course an hour early uh, and, and planning out the time of, of however long it's going to take because some people are going to have to go to the bathroom when you get there mm-hmm. that might not have had time at the house or at, didn't have to go yet. Some people want to hit balls and putt. Some people want to get a Bloody Mary and sit down or have a coffee. Um, have a time to leave. If your tea time's at 9, you need to tell everybody we're leaving at this time. Yeah. The train leaves at this time. If you're not on it, you're out. Right. And you're and by out, I mean not only did you not make that round, you're never coming back on this golf trip ever again. Write them off. But I think you, you said something there that's really important. You said, I like to – tea time's at 9. I like to get there an hour early. The tea time at 9 to you, call time to you is 8 o'clock. There's always somebody else in your group that that – the leave time for a nine o'clock tea time is eight fifty five, mm-hmm. and that is a massive window of time there. It That's, is uh, the differential is huge. Yep. So setting the leave time is so much more important than saying the tea time is at nine. Yes, you don't even need to mention the tea time. No. The time that we leave the house eight thirty, bang mm-hmm. on the dot. Yep, and it's not, and because that way, you know, and and give yourself a little bit if you've got that wild card friend. Maybe it's 8.20 mm-hmm. because 10 of those minutes are wild card because you know even if you say 8.20, they're going to get in the car and they're going to say, I need my sunglasses. Oops, yeah. I got to go to the bathroom. Sorry, guys. I know we just started leaving. We drove 10 minutes down the road. I forgot something at the house. that, that is, And it's usually an item that is like it's not, uh, an assess- it's not like my entire bag of clubs. Mm-hmm. It's like one small little thing that's like, Oh, you could be totally fine without this, but they're making a huge kind of the main character thing where it's like, oh, I'm making a big deal about, oh, no, I need it. Mm-hmm. And no, you don't. Yeah. But you always run into that issue. So give, if you have that wild card friend, add a couple wild cards. Yeah, and maybe, and maybe there are a couple of guys who like to show up late, and if you have that call time, those guys can say, oh, that's way too early for me. Figure yep. out their own right ride in. At least they know so you're not sitting there the morning of ready to go and you got guys that are still in the shower. And mm-hmm. it's just like, what are you doing? Right. So you just having that set time, as much communication as you can have on a golf trip. I know it's hard as men. We don't like to communicate. Someone's got to communicate. Just set things out and you can – it just adds so much to you. Don't, it's things that you don't think about, which is why we're doing this episode. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that you don't think about with a golf trip that if you did, you could you could make your experience so much better. Yeah. And it takes a few trips to get it down. Yeah. Which is why you just, I hope you listened, because now you can go on your first golf trip and have a great time. First golf trip I ever went on, uh, arrived, got blackout drunk immediately, um, super hungover the next morning, uh, got blackout drunk again, struggled through every golf round I played, almost died. Uh, from exhaustion, dehydration, you name it. Uh, woke up the next day, blackout drunk. I mean, everything went wrong. Yeah, now at this to point, a Chris. right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. At this point, though, it's like dialed. I yeah. know what the priority is. It's not a drinking trip. It's a golf trip. That if you've got time to do some drinking, do some drinking. Mm-hmm. But you have to, you have to do that in moderation. Yeah. It cannot be the emphasis because it just. I mean, if you're maybe if you're 21, mm-hmm. you could do that, of course. But as you get a little older, it's like you you gotta make sure the golf comes first. Yeah, and and do the like. I like to maybe not drink, maybe one drink during the first round. I think the day drinking is important, too. Because if you stop early enough, you can make it the next day. Right. But if you go out after the round and you're getting hammered, you're fucked. It's tough. You have no chance. It's tough. And can I say this, too? Ian, we might be getting... Are we, do we have, no, we have the good, strict do's No, I don't think so, no. 
I think I might be getting to a point in my golf career where, dare I say career? Mm. Yeah, that that's what? a career, baby. <laughs> um, th- where I think I'm, I am finding myself, I'm a little bit more of the, um, the European style golfer, mm. where it's uh, the 19th hole is when I, I think I prefer to start drinking. Yeah. You know, it used to be like a activity that I did while drinking. Mm-hmm. And then it was like an activity I loved while I would have a company with a couple beers. But now I think I would just rather wait until after. Yeah. You know, I, think I, I think it's course to course basis for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we actually we got really drunk at Pinehurst. I was going to say when we didn't. But if I'm going to play a course I really care about, I might have one or two mm-hmm. on the course. But I like we talked about earlier. We design, we we talk about the round beforehand. If it's a round where we're getting drunk, we commit to it. Yeah. When you commit to those rounds, it just helps so much. And then it keeps those other rounds in check, where it's like, okay, we already did that round, mm-hmm. or we have that round tomorrow, or something. Um, so I like drinking during the rounds. It also helps when you're playing for something and you get a little rattled, you know. Yeah. And 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 you might be, you know, you might have a big putt on 18. Those are tough sober. It might be, you know, it is what it is. But doing that one round where that's the day to do that thing is just such a good idea. I think yeah. everyone should do it that way. Yeah, and I think we're kind of at different points and levels, obviously, in Definitely. our skill and whatnot. Yeah. Like, for me, getting drunk is a... like a, You've always as, said that about you. As we've said, yeah. right, because it's a brain issue. Mm-hmm. It's like the swing's mm-hmm. in a good spot. It's yeah. just like... And alcohol is an immediate, like, oh, you can be distracted now. Who cares? Yeah. We're having fun. Oh, we're having fun, right? <laughs> Who cares? Triple? Double? Triple bogey again? Yeah. Uh, Who cares? We're having a good time. Yeah. So for me, it's like I, it's, I do a lot better staying on point when I can eliminate the distraction. Mm-hmm. Eliminate as many variables from my brain to be able to be like lean into its dumb brain side, and I need to keep it on the stronger side. So I, I think I'm getting to that point where it's like I would just rather have one after, which did you know that was European style? Uh, they don't drink during the rounds. Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you make that up? Or? No. Reddit really? on Reddit. Really? Yeah. Wow. Reddit. They're Reddit. Uh, over the pond. They don't, um, it's not in their culture to like drink while huh. they play. Is that why it's called Reddit? Because they just Reddit said Reddit, Reddit on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's you called that? that. No, I never thought yeah. about it. I made that up, but it would be, I, think I made works. the part about Reddit up. Yeah. But I did read that. I re- I've, I've seen several people be like, like posts on our golf will be like, why do Americans drink so much? Oh, oh I, thought you meant, I thought you meant the Reddit on I Reddit. I made up the Reddit part. I love about, that. Yeah. yeah. It could be, but I yeah. don't know that it's factual. I also don't know. I mean, those could have been Americans trolling us, uh, we, British people. Are we talking about... I'm talking about the fact that you said Reddit I know. I keep Reddit. jumping between oh, okay. both of them. Yeah, I made that part up. Okay. I did not make up the part about okay. the Europeans. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I would think that they would go hard on the course. Because they go hard, on, seemingly all the, all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I guess it's not their vibe. They they go to the pub after. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Like, uh, dare I even say, cart girls might not be a thing over there. Mm, I think I just have not, heard that on some comments. It's not a memes. thing that they really do. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. Oh, I'm another do. Yeah. Bring me. cash. Bring Ooh, cash yeah, yeah, because there's oh, so many guys grabbing so your clubs, cleaning your clubs, um, putting your stuff on your bags, cleaning out your car after. That's a fucking mess because you drank a million beers and there's wrappers mm-hmm. and this and that. Bring cash because you want to tip those guys good. Yeah, that's what they're working for. Those guys, you think about 
how many drunk guys they deal with every day and how many carts they have to clean and their little hands cleaning the clubs and <laughs> throw them a 10 hands. throw them a 10 throw them it's like it's worth it to just and they treat you a little better you give a guy a 10 when he grabs your bag he's going to tell you about the course you yeah. know he's going to clean your clubs real nice uh even if it's something because they remember the people that that give the money and you get a little better experience if the if you if you tip them yeah now let me ask you this as yeah. somebody because as somebody i'm an adult learner like i didn't you know, I didn't go to, I was never like, I never worked at mm-hmm. a golf course. I never went through the PGM program yeah. or, or any of that sort of stuff. Is, are there any of those jobs? Because a lot of those things for me, like A, we, you know, we've talked about this before, but A, like it is a struggle. I, I have to start remembering to bring cash because mm-hmm. I do want to tip those people when they do something like that. But it's also like, I don't are all of are there any of those jobs that aren't supposed to be tipped because to me there's a lot of them that are just like I mean you moved my bag without yeah. me asking 5 feet. You took my my bag, I set it next to the cart that we were going to enter. You walked up and you was you kind of screamed at us who's driving mm-hmm. and it was like i don't know we hadn't discussed that yeah can you give us a minute to maybe figure out who's driving mm-hmm. if the bag's already in their hand they're walking to the cart over the show who's dri- who i said who the fuck's driving yeah it's like i don't okay and then they're throwing the bag up there and it's like i'm supposed to i'm supposed to give that person money mm-hmm. i didn't ask him to do that mm-hmm. like i get it if you go to the designated bag drop area yeah obviously that's you know seemingly set up to be a paid service mm-hmm. and then these kids you pull up your cart to the 18th green. You go out to putt. You come back, and they're out there. Sc- they get the, the bucket and the mop, and they're scrubbing the clubs. It's like, again, I didn't ask you to do this, yeah. and I assume they're getting paid. But So are there any of those that you shouldn't tip? No, the outside staff I am always, and it's a five. Like today, someone who's worked outside staff, five bucks. Today, um, what did we at tip? At least. I gave Why a, did we I, tip that guy? Um well, he was nicer after we tipped him. So, so and paying for fr- what is this a fraternity? Well, it's just those guys are all making minimum wage. Not one of those guys makes over minimum wage. Okay. So, it's it's just part outside staff gets tipped. You tip outside staff. You tip okay. bartenders and waiters. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just part of the golf thing. You're right. Some people but even tip like that guy on the first tee who gave us who like told us everything about the course. Sometimes people tip that guy. That's crazy. But, okay, here's my thing. With a bartender and a wait, waiter, waitress, waiter, uh, they're doing something that I asked them to do. I, I know, asked I them that. to get me a beer, yeah. and they got me the beer. Yeah. Like, I don't – is they, there a way to opt out well, that's of the, doing the, a, like, menial task that I can do. very easily do myself, well, and I don't want them to do it? No, not at those places. Okay. I mean, you can do it at, like, the – you know, you can do it – you, not at resorts. Okay. You tip at resorts. Like there's just people doing things, and and you know you don't. Obviously, it's not mandatory to tip. I'm sure plenty of people don't tip these people. But as somebody who's worked in the industry at resorts, private courses, public courses, and work jobs that did and didn't get tips, and I've gotten tipped everything from zero to a hundred dollars. Like five dollars is a is a solid tip. Ten, you get a little. Ooh, you get the kid a little excited. They might give you a little extra. 20 is like... Thank you so much, mister. Thank you so yes. much. 20 they remember. Um, is it is it socially unacceptable or, or even rude if I were to just say, I'm, I'm good. I don't want my clubs cleaned? Because here's the thing, dude. I, can, I not only can wipe down my clubs with a towel, I enjoy doing it myself. Yeah. So when somebody else does it, 
without me asking, and then I have to pay them, even though they're getting paid to do it already. Um, it feels like I'm being robbed. Theft yeah. is coming, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't it makes think me it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad. Like I think people do say no. Okay. To it. But when when they say when they pick your bag up and they say who's driving, yeah. can I say I'll put it on the cart? Probably not at those places. Okay. But like I said, like if you don't want to tip that guy, then I guess it's up to you. Well, it's not that I don't want to. Yeah. It's that it's just I, part of the experience. It's, and it's 2023. Yeah. And I don't carry cash because yeah. it doesn't. exist. I know that's one of the biggest things. I think those people need to figure had, out some kind of a, a Venmo QR thing. code. Yeah. We right talked about in the that. Cart, scan it. Yes. No problem. I wouldn't. My issue is not that I don't want them to get the money. Mm-hmm. I understand. You said the minimum yeah, wage. Sometimes thing. you only got a twenty I'm on all you. For, I'm not trying to be like a cheapskate. Yeah. I get caught in this awkward situation where it's like. Uh, is there an ATM here? Yeah. I mean, what do you want me to do? I don't yeah. have any cash to give you. I didn't ask you to do this. Mm-hmm. Now I feel weird. I understand that. And I think they should have a little QR code on the carts to tip the cart to, or even just to put in a pool for everyone who's there. Yeah. Because then you're not just, which I'm sure a lot of those guys pool the tips anyway. I guess I could just start remembering to bring cash. You could. But, it's but it is this stuff. I never carry cash. I never carry cash for anything in my life at all anymore. If we didn't have a guy on this trip who paid cash, to people with cards, I would have no cash on right. this trip. Right. It's <laughs> true, true, like true, Eric's. true. The credit card trip. Yeah. yeah trick, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it does feel weird for me to go get cash out specifically for the times where somebody's going to do a service I didn't ask them or want them to do just yeah. so I can give them a little extra money. And but I get I'll to the point if where if I only have 20s on me, I just give them a 20 and I don't want to ask for change. Saw that a few times. Yeah. Saw that a few and times. I just, if I, 20s are all I have, then they're getting one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking for change. Okay, so you're saying just step up and get the cash. Yeah. I do try to keep some in my golf bag, yeah. but we just got new ones. Yep. Um, so I didn't. My stash was depleted. Yeah, shout out to the Omada guys for the new bags. They're fucking sick. They are. I mean, I feel I have like a, in between a staff and a regular bag, and I'm feeling like a million. Yeah, what bucks do you call that thing? Place. Just a beast. Yeah, <laughs> just the Omada beast. Because <laughs> it is like it does have that staff it's the bag. Perfect look, in between. It's got stand double, yeah. double, uh, like not just a one shoulder. You could. Ca- I, I walked nine holes with it. I was fine. Mm. But it also has like the size and amount of pockets as a staff bag, and it's. Yeah. Omada Golf, I mean, they really, it is a bag that uh, every day that I own it, I find something new that I love about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, I mean, it's got a great look, but then, like, every little nook and cranny, every detail was made with, like, the finest of materials. Like, I think there's a lot of golf bags out there that kind of look look cool. cool. Yeah. And then... The functionality on them is just trash. Yep. The zippers break. The leg stand falls apart. Like this has got the velvet inserts on the where you put the golf club in. I mean, like the leather, all the zippers are like strong and durable. And it might even have like a, a Velcro thing where you stick your glove. Yeah. Instead same. of like most of your bags, you're stretching your glove out to stick it around like a handle or something, mm-hmm. and it's just sticking and they fall off. This thing just has a piece of Velcro. You just Tap your glove on it, and boom, yep. it's there to stay until the next round. Yep. Every, it feel, I, I think they they cut no corner yeah. when building those things. Yep. Oh, so can I – did, did we – I don't know even know. I think we had it in the dues, but I wanted to add it. Uh, I think – oh, yeah, you said clean your clubs when you get home. Mm. Um, I say first night of the trip, everyone take your bags out and clean them together. Well, that's why I wrote that down. Yeah. It's such Have a, a cleaning fun, party. It is such a fun, like – 
night at the condo golf trip yes. thing to do. Get in the grooves, uh-huh. you know, make sure your uh. balls have lines on them. Have a night where you get your bag ready yeah. for the trip. And it's yeah. just, whether it's right when you get there or whenever, like you have time, even if it's everyone wakes up a little early before the next one, but set aside a time, clean your clubs, get your balls marked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and just so much that can be done that another, uh, these are just things that will make your trip so much better. Yep. And that's a great time too. Maybe there's somebody when you're doing that says, ah, my, all my ball, I don't have a ball mark. And then there's that one guy who's got a bajillion in his bag and he says, my guy, here's, have a couple of them, yep. you know, and now that fucking idiot is not going to be doing the tea in the green or whatever dumb contraption he comes up with to get away with not having a ball mark at it just all flows together. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah, please. Kind of off topic. Yeah. We got kind of talking about the utility pocket on the bag. Mm-hmm. And there's a tool in there, right? Often there will be a ball mark attached to it. What's that tool called? Um, you fix, you go up to the green, you... Oh, uh, like a, a divot tool. I mean, people a call a divot tool ball like a... But it doesn't fix I know, a divot, I does know, it? No. Fixes... Uh, a ball, a, pitch a, a repair tool. I think a repair tool is another one. Okay. Uh, another thing that there's Just a lot of things that people call it. I've always feel a little dirty calling it a divot tool. Right, because it's, it's like I'm, not a divot. It's not, and it's no. confusing when you say that. I know because somebody's going to think oh, I'm up here fixing a divot with my divot tool, and that's yep. not that's not what they're doing. Yeah, I like repair tool. Okay. Yeah, I think tool. that's a good way to say. Why it. not? Why can't you call it a pitch mark tool? You could, but you don't make them get hitting pitches. You make them hitting full shots. So is the mark on a green not a pitch mark? I guess it is a pitch mark, yeah. Like but it's, so why is it called a pitch mark? I don't know. <laughs> not making it hit pitches. No, dude, I'm the yeah. one asking. No, the I know, but I'm just saying you're it's not fucking crazy. You're not going to make a pitch mark on a pitch shot, right? You know, it only true. comes from full true. shots. So why so don't they call full, it a full shot? Mark? Full shot approach yeah. mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to know whatever whatever dingus came up with that. Yeah, we'll have to find them. And find yeah. them out. Um, but anyways, we're uh, we're here at the Legends Resort. Mm-hmm. Did you have any more do's or don'ts? No, I think that's it. I really hope this this could really help. I'm excited that we just did this because yeah, it not too. only will help everybody else's trip, but it'll help our own. We can go back to this list and say, let's do this thing right. Because the one thing you want to do about a golf trip is do it right. Correct. And there are so many things that can go wrong. Yes. And it happens because you're with a lot of guys. Right. And everyone, you know, is the, the communication's never there. Um, so just, you know, don't be afraid to listen back right. to this episode before Everyone, you go on a trip. And Everyone's kind of got their own idea. Here's another maybe do that I'll throw out there that just came to me. Do step up and be the leader of the trip. Yes. If nobody's taking the reins on organizing the matches or finding the restaurants or figuring out if there's Uber or if we need to, you know, find an alternative ride service, be that person. Step up. Be the guy that says, hey, we got to stock the fridge. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, let's maybe pick a day where we're going to go super super hard on drinking let's like maximize our drunk fun that day and then you know the other days like play golf yeah whatever it may be be that person that steps up and says hey we need to have these conversations exactly i think that's the biggest thing you don't need to tell everyone how the trip's gonna go don't be that you just need to open up you need to open up the communication you need to open up the conversation start the conversation and say hey guys these are some points we should probably talk about before we go on the trip yep I just want to throw them out there. Maybe we can get a little, of the, uh, you know, some of these things figured out before we're down there ready to go play golf. Right. Yeah. That, that's a, such a good point because there's going to be somebody on the trip, the, the the rich guy, you know, he's going to want to eat at fancy dinners every night. And then there's going to be a guy who's maybe, you know, he works two jobs or something, you yeah. know, and he's not, he doesn't want to do that. So meet in the middle and 
one night you'll have a dinner and he can kind of, you know, everyone can kind of plan a budget together yeah. or somewhat put a budget together mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't have to go, you don't have to be super rigid. Don't, you, you are right. Like, don't be that asshole. It's like, guys, this is what we're going to do the first night mm-hmm. and we're going to do it at this time and the, we're going to have dinner here the second night and it's going to be 530. If he's paying for sure. everybody on the trip. Sure. Let him do whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah, you play but, along. Yeah, if you're if nobody has done anything and everyone's kind of like playing the passive bystander, step up and say, guys, what are we doing for food? Yeah. What are we doing for dinner? Yeah. What are we doing for matches? No shame in just starting it. Right. Because, you know, just get them talking. Um, Matthew Fitzpatrick won the RBC Heritage. He did. In a Congrats three-hole playoff. Three Jordan Spieth missed a putt. Mm, and that's a, a tough recap one. of that one. Yep. Um, the U.S. Open's the next major? U.S. Open is the next major. Yes, wow, that's sick. Yeah, it's going to be a good. It's going to be. A um, how are you feeling about majors now? Uh, now that we've seen one, good. As long as we can keep letting those guys play, I think. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, is your expectation higher, lower, or the same for the U.S. Open that it was the Masters? Kind of based on what we were excited about. I think it's the same in. for really? me. Yeah. So the Masters, it didn't that lived up to what you wanted it to be. Um, uh, I shouldn't say that. I don't. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I just fell into it. It happened so quickly where it was just nothing, almost before they even started right. playing. Yeah. So I, I think by the time they started playing the Masters, I was always I was already like meh. Yeah, there's no th- no fire here. Right, so I, think I think it'll just be like that for me because I assume you were just about to ask my thoughts on it I as was, well. Yeah, um, so I'll just get ahead of that and, and jump in and answer it. Um, I think I my expectation has changed a little bit where it's okay. We're not going to get the WWE out there, mm-hmm. um, but you know we go back to the Masters ends and we've got what a month maybe before uh, the US month, month? a month and a half. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we're back to live in PJ Tour events. And, you know, I think it's clear that neither one of those fields have the best in the world in them. The best in the world only meet four times a year now. Mm-hmm. And so it's it, w- it kind of went from sparks and drama and hopefully people get into fistfights and uh, spit on each other and call each other mean names into just seeing good golf being played against the best in the world. Yeah, I guess it even gets to a point where do we see some more tournaments where they're both alive. I guess the, DT, the you know, any other non-PGA Tour events, but could take away from the majors if we have more events where both of these guys are playing in. What would those events be? Uh, D, if, they, if they continue to be able to play in DP World Tour events or something. Oh, yeah, I think they said no to that, though, didn't they? Yeah, but if that changes, it I'm just saying, I think after seeing that, it's like I think we know – what you need to see to be watching the best now. Right. And if there's only four of those and it sticks that way, the majors are going to be fun. Yeah. They're going to continue being fun. I had a lot of fun watching the masters, but if there are other avenues for these guys to play against each other and they're saying to themselves, I need to play in this because this is where the best players are because that's where you should be playing if you're one of the best, right? Say there's three more events now out there where those guys can play. Does that take away from the four majors? Yeah, it probably would. Yeah. I mean, if you have, if you have a tournament where the format is, if you're the, you know, what top hundred, hundred and fifty in the world, then you can play in it. What if the what if Liv started their own majors and allowed PGA Tour players to play, and the purses were massive? Think PGA Tour players would play? Hmm. 
Well, I don't think Jay would let him because he's too petty and soft and worried right. about his own little True. ego and all of that stuff. You're right. You win. Um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think that I think that covers it. Legends. Yeah. Legends. Golf trip do's and don'ts. Yep. Um, RBC, RBC Heritage recap. We nailed that. We did. Big time. Um, oh, we have a tournament. Pine Hills, May 15th. Don't forget to sign up. Um, Plymouth, Massachusetts. Yep. Uh, is Plymouth Rock coming to you, or are you coming to Plymouth Rock? Maybe we all do a little trip to Plymouth Rock after the you know after we play. It's a right. 10 o'clock shotgun, so we'll have time after. Um, but it's going to be a fun one. The course is beautiful if you haven't played there. We really stepped it up as far as the venue goes, so it's one you're going to want to be at. Um, you're paying. You're you're gonna get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're paying for a great course, which costs about one hundred and seventy five dollars to play on yeah. your own, even if you made your own tea time. Um, and you're gonna be getting some good shit if you come. And the prizes are great as usual. We always give away at least a golf trip pro and more. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, make sure you sign up and come see us because that's gonna be a banger. Yep. Sure. So you can find all of the info in the group chat golf Instagram bio. Yep. Uh, to sign up, we'll be posting about it mm-hmm. um, uh, while we until the lead-in. Yep. And that's April 15th, uh, Monday, 10 a.m. shotgun start. Mm-hmm. So and go up. check out the Legends. Mm-hmm. Go check out the Legends Resort. If you think golf trips are too expensive, think again. Go get some quotes. See yeah. what it's going to cost. A three-round, two-night, four, five-round, whatever, three-night. Figure it out. It's within, you know, if you have a job, it is within your budget. Most yeah. of it, unless you're, you know, obviously I'm not going to go say golf trips in your budget because I don't know, but I'm just saying it's not outrageous. It's not outrageously priced. Right. There and are affordable golf trips out there. Most people who go on golf trips play golf. Exactly. Like you if save, if you don't, if you, it's three weeks of golf. If right. you play twice a week, you, you save for three weeks. Like it literally is, or, you know, after your golf trip, take two weeks off. Yeah, and, and it's usually it's one of those things where you might think, oh, that's unattainable, that'll never happen, or maybe you do one, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Real quick, that turns into we're doing this every year. Exactly. Then maybe you branch off to another group of friends. You say now you get two golf trips. Yeah. So it's guys. Let's I don't want to keep going on these trips where everybody. I mean, no offense to the sixty, seventy year old guys out no. there, but I would love to see some guys our age on these golf trips. Yeah. Everywhere we go, we go out to dinner. We want to like have a good time, and it's just me and Chuba and a bunch of old white dudes. Right. And, and you like, do like the vibe in there. Like they're all kind of enjoying themselves for mm-hmm. the twenty more minutes they're going to be awake <laughs> at. It's five thirty in at, in the evening, um, but you for us it's like. In 15 years, this place will be closed down and desolate because everyone in here will be dead. Mm-hmm. No offense to them. No. Um, yeah, that's so. how it, that's how it feels on the golf trips. Yeah, it's like where, and that's why we're that's why they're let, letting us come because yeah. now we can tell you guys, not only retired old men can go to golf trips. Right, you can afford them. You can come, and they are totally worth it. It's worth every penny. Mm-hmm. The memories you make with your buddies and the way it just starts something that you're going to do every year. Yeah, and like the. The lodging at these places, you know, everyone's everyone that's in these like condo, do you know uh, what are condo yeah. uh, villas? Yeah, yeah, Con- townhouses. Yeah, condos, um, uh, condominium. It condo. It's not a condo building. Uh, yeah, like Con- a complex. Complex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all people on golf trips. Exactly. You know, the and vibes are like, high, and they could be even higher. If those people were, you know, of the same vibe, where it's like they're not asleep at six p.m. Um, it could be pretty fun yeah. late night in the in the 
you know, go down to the community areas. Everyone's grilling out. You know, it'd be a, it'd be a fun time. Yeah. But right now, as it stands, it's kind of like everyone's in there. It's quiet time at seven. Yeah. And I mean, the, the like like you said, the accommodations at these places between the legends and Talamore. I mean. Uh, these ma- houses are huge. I mean, they're huge. These condos are yeah. massive. This is, yeah. this is. I feel like I'm living luxury mm-hmm. out here. We walk outside here. The con- the golf course is in our backyard. Yep. Um, yeah. Out the back door, there's a golf hole. Yep. Out the front door, it's what maybe a thirty second drive to the golf course. Yep. I mean, come on. Yeah. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah. The only thing that is holding it back is that everyone's asleep mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. We're ending this at nine twenty, and we can't go out. You know, no, uh, we're probably violating the sound ordinance <laughs> at that at this point. Well, luckily we are we're hitting time here, so um, yeah. Like I said, go check out the legends. Check out Myrtle Beach in general. It's a golf mecca if you haven't been. Um, just a, a ton of beautiful golf courses. To everything that you can't find a course in bad shape. Right, bustling little area too. You got the beach. You got a lot of stuff going on down here. Um, so come on down, check it out, and we'll be back in studio next week. Yes, we will. We're coming to we're coming to a close on this golf trip. So everyone who's been rocking with us and watching the content, and you know, commenting on our stuff, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some ideas for some stuff that's coming. I know we say that all the time, but we've recorded stuff. We have stuff recorded. Um, a lot of things we've got. We 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 stepped it up on this trip. Yeah, we're gonna follow through, and um, you're gonna be seeing a lot more of our faces. So. We appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's about that from the legends. Uh, yeah, over and out. Mm-hmm.